You're listening to the Huck and Ride Podcast, the show that celebrates the two-wheel lifestyle from pros to beginners and everything in between. Proudly brought to you by Kenda, the tire that's designed for your journey, the Huck and Ride Podcast is homegrown on two wheels. And now, here's your hosts, Jason Simpson and Lala Naharis. Well, well, well. Here we are. We've had sea otter. We've had a few things going on. we got some races. Now we get to be in the living room of somebody I adore and love, and I know you definitely oh, yeah. adore and love, um, Mr. Mike Browns. Yeah. 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 Thanks for taking the time with us. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll warn you now, this, there will be tears. This is a tearjerker <laughs> one, because when you uh, always deal with somebody who's so uh, close to our heart and... Like you're not just a bike buddy or a friend or you've, we've worked together, we've ridden together, we've traveled together, like we, yeah. everything, right? So why don't you, why don't you share, Lala, um, when, when and where did you meet Mike? Ooh, um, him and Mr. Jay Castleberry. Oh, yeah. Were you, did I meet you before Jay? But he would come into where I used to work and, you know, of course he would be like, I need this and this very specific. Bike shop. Bike shop, very bike specific, shop. very, very, very specific guy. Like he did his homework, and this was before internet too. So like, you know, you waited till the book came out of what yep. was new, yep. and I need this. Going through the catalogs, <laughs> yeah. Right. Mike so, had seen it in a magazine and knew that he needed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it wasn't your like nowadays people were like, oh the new carbon bike out. I want this. Oh no, and it was either like a steel frame fixie. No gears or you single, know, single speed. speed. Yeah. And he's going to go race. He's going to go do this thing called like 24 hours. I'm like, you're stupid, right? You do know this. <laughs> <laughs> it was just three other people, though. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't solo. I'm not totally. Not that stupid. Yeah, you were just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just stupid enough to ride with one gear. Right. So. But the. So the. Sidetrack real quick, because we're talking about 24 hour race. So the solo guys and the duo guys always said that any of us that did team races were the stupid ones because we'd always go out so hard. Uh, I don't know. That's just, I had a solo guy. That's one way of looking at it because it's hard to, uh, so you go do your lap and you come back and then you've got, uh, you know, three hours to kill. Right. So what do you do in that time? Do you sleep? Do you, you know, stay, stay awake? Do you eat? Um, you know, so, I could never sleep. Yeah. So I was usually second lap was okay. Third lap was like, okay, I'm getting a little tired. Um, it's in the night. The night's <laughs> fun, but then it's kind of hard. It's cold. Um, and then the last lap, if you got four laps, you know, then the sun was coming up or sun was up and it was always good. It was, yeah. it was fun. So you did four-man team? Yeah. 24-hour yeah. race? Yeah. How many of those did you do? Uh, I think I did three of them. Three? Yeah. yeah. I did two, so. Yeah. 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 They were fun. It was hard. Um, it was fun. Um, always just the people you were riding with. Yeah. Um, you always seem to, um, like on the single speed, you know, you'd ride by somebody, hey, single speeder, yeah. And so you'd, I'd always slow down and chat a little bit. Yeah. And then keep going if I single speeders slowing down. Did you? Yeah. Know? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Sing, single speeders because they go such a different pace. Right. 
They, they just do because it's like they have to do what they have to do to get by. Yeah. They don't yeah. have a, you don't have a, there's, you don't have a bailout. So. No, there's always, <laughs> and there's a little, there's a learning curve with the, with the single speed. It's, uh, um, you learn how to go slow if you have to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can remember it like at Herky Creek, the start, yeah. you know, you'd start off going and if you weren't the first three or four, then you were stuck behind slow people, uh, on that single track that mm-hmm. you just, you know, you you had to ride kind of slow because they were grinding gear in it and you're just kind of standing there and, you know, trying to do a track stand a little bit and yeah. keep going. And so I do that yeah. on that, my e-bike behind the slow people without the e-bike. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So the you team. know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, go, you know. go, go, go. Because yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know about it. But yeah. let's back up some. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've we we, jump, we jumped ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That talking, was a good sidetrack, though. Talking bikes and we're done, right? Whew, I get excited. <laughs> I know. So, I I mean, besides being a cyclist, you're, uh, you're an electrician. Very. Mm-hmm. I know I've called you in the middle of the night with yeah, some burning yeah. walls and outlets <laughs> and uh, breakers. And, uh, Mike, please call me. And I know, I know yeah. your wife must have just left me at the 3 a.m. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Lala. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> It happens. So, um, but just life, like you would come in, would you, I, I know, I know you always try to figure out how to work as little to make all the bills and everything, but then you got to get out on your bike, right? Like it's a beautiful day outside. Um, I would say that that was, uh, that, that pretty much summed it up right there. Unfortunately, wasn't a great businessman. Um, never, uh, I can relate. yeah, never really took the chance that you need to 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 um, get bigger and grow and really have a successful regular company so I always just work for myself and by myself and um, yeah I was fortunate that you know I would I would take the time to enjoy yeah writing yeah Yeah. Jay and Joe do that now so I mean it's it's you got it right because mentally um, and but through all this you met Jay and Joe in mm-hmm. the form of cycling. Yep. Like through work. And yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, done. Gosh, man, we've spent hours together on jobs. Yeah, Probably not I'm even not, talking. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really. I'm not really just have the radio at, going. Yeah, we just yeah. have music going. And I'm not really good at doing two things at once. I'm, <laughs> and being on the top of the ladder on the roof, like running. Yeah, you know, I got to kind of concentrate on that. <laughs> stuff, so. yeah. If I zap and fall down, guys, I was not concentrating. pick me up. Yeah, just pick me up. I'll go. Um, Man. I was. I would yeah. always the 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 kids at work would always be like, and and I always called you because I had like, we had so many mics in my life. I'm like, and you're Mike Browns. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, purples. Yeah. So every time yeah. you walked in, that was that and was your name. Look at you, like purples. Yeah. Uh, look what at is me wrong with you? Well, it's Lala. Yeah. Especially when you started saying, "Tell her purples came by." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you knew yep. this, like like which mic came by, like you know. That's it. So I knew it was you. Oh, oh. that's Lala. We got everyone else's Uh-oh. turned off, but, yeah, but Lala kept her. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> All right, so I'll say, I think one of the first memories I have of of at least riding bikes around Mike is at a Mount Sac race. Oh yeah, I think I was. Yeah. I think you and Jay were out there, and I remember. I think we were doing. I don't know if we did two or three laps, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of the laps, I started to like see you, and I'm just like, I'm reeling them in, I'm reeling them in, and I caught up to you. And then it was like you just found another gear, even though you're on a single speed. Somehow you found that that extra that extra gone. speed. Next the, lap he was gone. I'm just like, well, the, oh was, no, I got to finish gear. It was like, fun. It was yeah. fun while it lasted. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, I think that was probably one of my earliest memories of at least being on a bike around. And then after that, it's like, all right, I, I found the guy that I need to chase fitness-wise because I was, I was a big boy. And it's <laughs> like I always had to, like, push super hard to at least get close to that speed. So, yeah, that yeah. was always that was always a good time. Just so you know, Jay mentioned about you being fit. Yeah. Kyle Wessler, when you guys were working together at one point on a job, when um, he would say, Lala, Mike doesn't eat. And Jay and them always laughed like, he must just eat a little bit of bird seed and just keep going. <laughs> so it was like always. So whenever we seen bird seed after that, they're like, look, Mike's been here. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I ate, of course. Um, you were fit, though, man. But yeah. I always, you know, I would eat quick. You know, working for yourself, you just stop you for 10 minutes, eat, 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 and then you go back to work. And so it's. Yeah, it's taking time yeah. out of your bike riding. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that half hour, no way, just 10 minutes. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about the bike riding, and then we'll get into other personal things because obviously you're in a chair now, mm-hmm. wheelchair, and so we'll talk about that in a bit. But the bike riding, because that's what brought us together. That's what um, I know we were talking beforehand about. It still fuels your your fire. You still think about it and wish you could do it. But let's let's talk about some of those fun fun experiences and times that you had. You were a single speeder a mm-hmm. lot of times. Um, you always had, she, she brought up about steel frames. Mm-hmm. You had a friend, Bruce. Bruce Bell. Yeah. yeah. Is, is he still building frames? Uh, no, not anymore. He, um, so where the shop he used to work in was in Riverside. Um, a friend of his was a machinist and they, they did work for aerospace. So Bruce had a little corner there and would build his bikes there. And then he would kind of tack them all together in the jig. And one of the kids that worked there would weld it. Okay. Weld it all up. Okay. Um, So that guy ended up retiring a few years ago and moving away. I think he moved to um, Utah or something. And so Bruce lost his place. Okay. And so he started setting up at another place in Rancho that he uh, does a lot of work for. Um, and he has a container with a lot of tools and okay. supplies and stuff. So he started to set up shop there. Um, and then they changed their mind um, gotcha. about him working there. It was a couple brothers, I think, owned the place. And the one brother was like, you know, this is a liability. We can't really do this legally. Oh, gotcha. Um, so Bruce had to stop and then Bruce moved into another house and pretty much redid that house from the bottom up. Okay. And life happened. Yeah, had, life had, happened. Had things that took up his time. Yeah, pretty much. That was, that's pretty much it. He's still, he's still involved. Okay. Um, he still gets parts for friends and stuff. Okay. Yeah. He, he's, he's pretty much done building for okay i think so. i always dug it because he's an air conditioning guy right and and then i would super yeah air conditioning guy super smart just yeah. one of those guys if he didn't know about it he'd read up about it he'd talk to people about it i mean out of nowhere he learned how to build frames yeah and bought you know a thirty thousand dollar jig and um 
was absolute perfectionist about it. Yeah. everything he does is like right. to the T. Um, so yeah, learned how to build frames. I've got a couple of single speed and a, a cyclocross frame yeah. that I rode. That's yeah. called passion. We always yeah. talk about yeah. why would you do something and you know, you can make a million bucks at it, but like most of the times you don't. Right. And it's called passion. It's your love and what you, you yep. know what I mean? And so Jay and I, on a few of these, is like, why have we had the team all these years? Like, the passion, passion that we, yeah. we, we do for this. Well, right? I, always, I always loved it with Bruce because he was, you know, one of the one of the, the guys that we, a tradesman. But I'd always see him at Interbike. Whenever Interbike yeah. was around, I'd always see him there yeah. and be like, hey, you got off work. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He always made time for that. <laughs> we always made yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> we were in uh, the same boat. <laughs> right? But yeah. he's, yeah, he's a great guy. Just cool. him and Damaski. Yeah. They redid my shower, my bathroom shower. Yeah. So it's a roll-in. Um, had to redo it all. Um, didn't ask. I didn't pay one penny for it. Wow. And yeah. he got a bunch of people to um, donate their time to do the work. And if they couldn't donate, they donated money for it. And uh, We're um, talking about Mark Damascus. So yeah. Just so yeah. anybody yep. out there, if, you, if you've been in the just industry, you know that name too. Yeah. Two, two quality you know, individuals. Two of the greatest guys yeah. um, that you could ever meet. And they still come here and do things and never, I can never pay them. Yep. But you know what that's never. from? You know what that's? Never. You were the same back. So yeah. yeah. It's, well, you know, I couldn't, I, I mean, I'm friends with those guys and I don't see them as often as I wish I could. Um, but Bruce still comes by, you know, they both still come by and say hi and um, just, uh, I, you know, I can't say enough about yeah. it. But if it was reverse, yeah. you'd be going and wiring or whatever yeah. you needed to do. Yeah, yeah I would do so, anything for those Exactly. Guys. And yeah. that's, you know, one thing I've learned in these past couple of years is village. You know, you learn yeah. who your village is. Yeah. You know, so. I do have a village and I would do anything. You guys, yeah. um, I have probably 10, 15 people that yeah. they, could, they could call. And I could call, you know, any, I could call anybody. Oh, yeah. They, my friend needs help. Can you come yeah. tomorrow at noon or whatever? You know, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, um, Heck, I so say I wasn't a good businessman. <laughs> being, You're a good person. Being my own boss afforded man. me time to, like, go up north and see a friend and see my cousin and my, my grandma. I got to spend a lot of time with her before she passed. And yeah. so I didn't make any money, but. I was able to do a lot of things um, that I wouldn't have been able to do no way if I had been working for oh, somebody. Yeah, so, I, um, yeah. Yeah, it reminds, reminds yeah. me of when we did uh, the podcast with John Anderson from W Wheels. Yes. And he's, you know, his grandpa, who pretty much raised him, and his, his grandpa told him, said, whatever you do, just be a good man. Yeah. And that's what it is, right? Yeah. Yep. Goes, good businessman, whatever. You can put another title in front of it, but just be a good man. Mm-hmm. And that's what he goes, I... Being a good person, that goes a long ways. It does. And, and it we'd really rather, does. we'd rather have that in our lives than being fake or doing, yeah. having a million dollars and not being real. So Ooh, There's that, not being I'd, real. I'd rather have a million dollars and be real. Yeah, yeah, that would sure help. That would, coming, yeah, that'd be nice. Doing all this coming into my retirement years. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I was hoping to make up for some lost time there. <laughs> right. but I'll still put a parachute on you and throw you out the airplane. Don't well. <laughs> we'll put someone down there to catch you. We're good. Okay. Oh, oh man. Okay. The, the best oh, part man. is you're willing. Like, yeah. all right, what are we doing? We're what good. am I going to yeah. do? Break my neck? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we got to put that one by your wife first. We already did this once. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. No, and, and, that's, and that's what's your best like I mean I know you have a lot of good memories on well, your he bike. Did, he did some cool events. That's what I'm saying. Like, what like, was one that really stands out? Even though you hit your head, uh, what stands out in your head that like one wow. that stands out? Uh, of course, all of the Mount Sac races were cool um, because it uh, went to a good cause there, um, and they were just it was at the end of the year, so everybody was tired. Um, but it was always a good race, and it was always it's just fun. It was a fun local event. Yeah. Um, but the one one single race that uh, probably stands out is, a, of course, a single-speed race, um, the Nationals up at Mammoth. And me and Jay went up there. And um, um, the Milkman, you remember Milkman? Yeah. He was there. Yeah. And a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys from – uh, you know, Fontana were there, and uh, I was in no way was I in any shape for Mammoth in a single speed. Um, the dumbest thing, actually. <laughs> uh, we take off, and uh, me and Jay were, were going, and you know, time out. Jay Castleberry is his riding partner. That's oh who. Oh my gosh! So yeah. we have this Jay, but it's yeah. Jay Castleberry. Jay, so Jay Castleberry's yeah. a beast on a yes. bike too. Oh, exactly. Man. Go on. Yeah. So we take off, and first hill we hit. It just like punches me in the face, and I'm just like I was way ahead of Jay. Stupid! <laughs> I just took off. You know the race. I just take. I off. already know the pace he's going. Like if a, he's way ahead like of Jay. Like a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Jay was never fast at the start. Right. But, you know. But yeah, but he, he held his own. along yeah. at his pace. Anyway, so I take off and I leave Jay way behind, and you know I'm looking at you know, third place or whatever up there. And I'm just like, oh man, what am I doing? And I'm just like, I'm dying already. I'm like just punched. And I jump off my bike and I'm like, well, that was stupid. I'm just like gasping for air. And I'm like, oh, I'm over it. Forget it. I'm going to go just forget. Um, so Milkman flies by me and he's like, Mike, get on your bike. And all of a sudden Jay catches up to him. He's like, Mike, what are you doing? And I'm walking. I'm literally walking my bike. So I'm walking up to Wait, the top of the Wait, this isn't a race? Hill. Yes. and jay's passing it's like mike come on come on and so i get back on my bike and i start going i hook up with jay and i'm like jay i'm not i'm over it dude i'm I'm done you can't you we're just starting and but you got the whole shot you're like did you see yeah i know (laughs) just like me i get the whole shot and then everyone passed me so i've done that a few. so yeah he talks me back in uh, you know to get on the bike and we're going and uh so he we we get around to the downhill now I'm into it and we go down the last bit of shotgun there uh-huh. ends the lap and it's super fun everyone is at the route it's got like a two foot drop super pumicey and so here I am on a rigid single speed and everyone's like oh shit these guys are on single speeds you know it's yeah. me and Jay <laughs> and I'm coming up to that drop off and I'm thinking in my head. So I'm going to eat it in front of all these people here, right? And they're all like, oh, my God, look at this guy. So I just, like, I speed up a little more, and I'm like, well, I'm going to send it because if I crash, I want it to be big, you know? (laughs) And so I 
jump off that thing. I lean way back and I land it and keep going. And everyone's just like, yeah, singles beater. It's like the highlight of my life right there, you know. And I'm like, I did it. I just, I couldn't believe I did it. And now I've got all this other, you know, all these other drops and bumps and everything to, to handle and get down to the end. And so I start and go through the start finish again. And, you know, somehow miraculously I finish. Uh, See, it so was, a, I think it was a two lap race. Yeah. Um, cause you go way out on paper route and right. come back. And so we come back and I'm finishing me and Jay are finishing and I'm ahead of Jay by now. So that's my main concern. So <laughs> just as I just, God, please let me finish ahead of Jay. So I do that and Milkman has already finished. He's already got a beer popped <laughs> and he's like, dude, and he's holding it over the, uh, the fence there. And he's like, dude, beer, beer. And of course the PBR and he's pops a tab and he gives me the can and I'm like oh my gosh I got to ride across the finish line with a you know drinking a beer which I had never done really um <laughs> because I'm always feeling like oh I'm feeling yeah. like I'm just run over by a truck <laughs> and so I'm drinking the beer and the announcer's announcing you know I'm like in 10th place or whatever it is because I just suck but um not finished, as much as but, Jay but not as much as Jay so <laughs> I won that uh, we'll you know, cross cross the finish line, and it was fun though. It was a super fun race, but I just, just remember time. from quitting, being off my bike, walking to Jay yelling at me, getting back on my bike and finishing. Um, just it was fun, and plus me and Jay were up there for five days or something, and we rode a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, so but just a great. full range and like a yep. cool race and super push, fun. Pushed yourself hard. Yep, the got wife to finished with a beer. Yep, the wife was with us and it was just it was cool. Yeah. Fun time. You landed yep. it. You definitely wanted that PBR. You're like, yeah. did you see me? That's to what finish, you should have been like. Did yeah. you see me? I know. Did I you just, not see me? Jay saw me. That was good enough for me. Um, <laughs> he didn't wreck and it was it was super fun. Uh, so. It's like yeah. it's like with me and my brother. It's like I want Joe to be right there. I want him to but see everything want, I do, but I want him behind yeah. me. Yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> want him behind me. So. And it doesn't always happen. Because no. they're not going to give you a freebie. No, never, no. Never. No, no because that's one thing about Jay. He never stops. He never gives up. It's always moving forward. Yeah. Always, always, always. And I've hated him plenty of time for that. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. right. I usually see you guys back on the Monday after you guys race or Tuesday. And he's like, so I need, I broke this or I need this yeah. or... Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get a new bike or yeah. I need this. Like, you guys are always that. It's he like was, Jay and Joe, but that you guys are in that same thing, you know? I can't keep up with Jay, though. He's way smarter and has a way better job than me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did pretty good with your product. That, yeah. happen, that happens to yeah. some of us, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. Well, how come, mm. how come you don't make that money? Well, because I'm not that smart. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm riding my bike a lot. So, <laughs> but, but remember, like they say, it's not the bike that wins the race. It's, it's you know... It's yeah. you, so. Yeah. That's why I only won one race, so. <laughs> I had a good time, but I only won one race, so. Oh, oh my gosh. So, um, Leadville, did you go there as support? Is that right? I was supposed to, and I never made it. Never made it, okay. Never made it, to, okay. yeah. Okay, because so, yeah. Jay's done it a few, yeah. one or two times, or a few times, more than that. Four or five, six okay. times. Yeah. So. He lives in Colorado now. Yep, he actually lives in Steamboat Springs now. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. He moved into yeah. the mountains more. He did, and uh, he skied a lot. And he told me that uh, 
He's a little fatter for it, so he oh, okay. has, to, All right. has to try to get in some bike shape now. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So that's what he gets for having fun in the snow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to put on that winter weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, cyclocross. Oh, my gosh. A whole nother. That was so, a whole nother. I remember so, when he came uh, in for this, too. There, Hold on. There was a time. It hasn't been for a long time now, but there was a time where I was going – you know what, I just, for the own personal challenge, I want to do a cyclocross race, and that's far from my mind now. But I know you you would always say, well, cross season's coming up. Yeah, but when cross season wasn't quite a season, they were going to, him and him and Jay were going to try this. Like, okay, it's a little bit of a different bike. It's this. We need to do this. Or me and Charlie. Oh, it's you and Charlie. Oh, Charlie, yeah. Charlie. But, oh, yeah, because then when Jay came in to get a new part, I'm like, hey, he's getting into cyclocross. He's like, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Jay never had any part of no, cyclocross. He, he, okay. But she, Charlie man. and you were like, oh, man. this is what we need. <laughs> oh, man, me and Charlie. That was so fun. So what, what, what got you into that? What was it? Um, Damasky. Um, he did a few. And uh, he, always, he always told me, dude, you got to try this. And I was like, you're crazy. No way. I'm not not that fast and he's like no nah, it's just it's all about the the people and the park and um you're always racing somebody he goes you got to try it so um they were doing a race at pudding stone and um i think it was charlie i don't know i went there to watch it i forget okay. who was with me i went there to watch it and i was like okay yeah i'm doing it okay for sure so it's super high paced, right? So basically, cyclocross, um, you win the race at the start. Okay. The start is a sprint. Yeah. So you sprint first, and then you sprint last. Okay. Um, so you sprint to start, and it is just um, multiple laps. Multiple laps. How long is uh, a typical lap? A typical lap. Um, Roughly seven to ten minutes. Okay. Um, and you race either your age category or your ability, you mm-hmm. know, ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would race masters in my age group. Yeah. Which at the time I started, it was mid-40s. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty – it's close. Yeah. So usually um, there's usually – Say 10 to 20, 25 people mm-hmm. you're lined up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gun goes off and you just go. You just take heart off. rate through the, through the roof and through never the comes roof down. And you're racing on pavement, asphalt, wood chips, usually a grass. sand. Excuse sand. me, sand. Uh, mostly grass. Um there's usually a, a hill mm-hmm. somewhere you have to get off. You know, it's not quite uh, manageable enough to ride up it. Uh, so you get off, shoulder bike, run up it, um, hop back on the bike, go. Um, usually, you know, some kind of culvert or something you're going through. Um, the barriers, which are planks that are across yeah. the course, logs, um, just whatever. And hopefully it's a little muddy, you get a little dirty. Yeah. Um, yeah, mind you. Hopefully, me, there's some. Hopefully, there's quite a bit of running in it because I was good at running. Yeah. And let me mind yeah. you, there wasn't. This isn't a 
course that's out there all year long. It's like, oh, we're going to have it here. And yeah. they right. cut the course yeah, in set for up you. In a park it's setting. in a park yeah. Yeah. It's a park setting. She would, you know, line the course <laughs> on both sides. It's usually about 15 feet wide. Yeah. It's ribboned Which off. is cool because it makes it spectator Super friendly cool. too, right? Very cool. Yeah. Spectators yelling at you. Uh, if you want a beer or something, I'll hand it up to you. Um, I've done this in Mammoth. Uh, yeah, I never could. I don't take hand ups. I'm just like sick to my stomach trying to catch my breath. One lung in your mouth type of thing. You know, seeing sideways, but always but yet, super fun. But yet you went back and did it again. Oh, and I again. couldn't even. Uh, the fast guys like Charlie would do two races in one day. Yeah, big brutal. Just. So how, how long are the, the races? So our races were 40, 45 minutes. So you'd do four or five laps? Um, usually, yeah, you could do some some courses. Some more? Um, maybe up to seven laps. Okay. Yeah, the Griffith, uh, yeah. wasn't it the Griffith Park one was Griffith shorter? Park. So there was like, that was like a... Yeah, Griffith Park was tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, it's super fun. I probably did, in all... Um, Seven or eight seasons, probably did a um, couple hundred races. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Because the, they're um, short season, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of in the wintertime. It was usually like. from uh, late September to January. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. I know I know some mountain bikers, other like downhillers and stuff, like John Buckle, I think, did a couple of the races. Mm-hmm. And I remember his goal was always to bunny hop the barriers. Yeah, which now is, um, you watch the pros now, it's common, very common. Um, And I was trying to think, a couple of the big bear guys, fast big bear guys, uh, I can't remember their names. Uh, Vertigan. Oh, yeah, uh, Griffith Vertigan. Oh, my gosh. Griffith and his brother, right? Griffith and Garnett. Yeah, and they would do the A-class, which raced for 60 minutes. Yeah. Fast, just crazy. That's crazy. Nine, ten laps. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, super many, fun. You always racing with somebody. Just, I was uh, so into it all year. It just year long for me. I was yeah. obsessed with it for. <laughs> you know, it's only years. a season, though. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, to most people, but for me, it was all the time. I would, I would ride my cross bike, and uh, they talk about gravel racing and stuff, and I would just do the local rides, yeah, uh, with a cross bike, and you know, riding with mountain bikers yeah. and jumping over stuff and they were just like yeah what is this weirdo doing <laughs> yeah but i, uh, I also fun. remember you don't always like a squishy bike either you like the hard tails. yeah that's you right. like, yeah yeah so, they're fun yeah, yeah. so yeah, i mean they beat it was you like, up pretty good yeah. yeah i always said what you know this is harder on your body lol right. i got it <laughs> I, yeah well five years on a four years on a rigid single speed that's the only bike <laughs> we had and it was kind of dumb okay yeah. so out of all your bikes what was your favorite I mean, the we built up speed. some ones, but yeah, which one was that? Speed. A hardtail single speed, actually, that I got from Bruce. Bruce, that Bruce yep. made, yeah. Uh, Still have it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. fun. So. Nice, nice. Dang. But then my new, my new passion was riding with you guys and yeah. going up to... Uh, go to Sky Park. Oh, man. Or go to Snow Summit. Sky take Park. Take the chairlift up. Or, <sighs> yeah, you did a bunch of laps at Sky Park. Yeah, Sky Park was fun because it... You could learn to jump there, yeah, and still be. You know, the last time I went there, I almost wrecked quite a few times, and that's when I was like, 
right, I need to kind of tone it down a little bit. Yeah, you told me, wait a minute, I remember this phone call. It's very specific. Yeah. You said, yeah, I was up there. So let's back up even a little bit more. You guys would be like, oh, we're working. Well, that was always the goal, right? Right. And then Mm. you guys Thursday Thursday or Friday afternoon, you 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 had to. Yeah, you loved working with the Simpson brothers because you guys would be doing a job. And next thing, you guys are off riding. I'm like, you'd post something and you wrote. I was like. I thought you were doing the electrical at the... Yeah, <laughs> fortunately, I only cooked up with you guys one or two times yeah. on the after-work rides, but... Um, but I remember yeah. this call after you said, ooh, you're like, I, I was learning this. Like, you were up there on your own. You were, like, having a blast going up mm-hmm. a lot to Sky Park. I was just doing hot laps up yeah. there. I would see Strava and be like, well, he did, like, twice as many laps as I would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he liked pedaling up. See, that's... that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had said, ooh, Lala, this last one, I got kind of squirrely. Like, I need to... I need to go to work tomorrow. I have to, I can't get hurt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that yeah. call specifically. Yeah. We had some good times though. I remember being at Snow Summit too. And you'd be like, whew, I don't know, Jay, some of these jumps are big. Like, it was too big for me. That was, it was fun. But yeah, it did, got too big for me. Yeah. That's why Sky Park was, was perfect. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's take a two minute break. Yep. And then, uh, We'll have some refreshments in our, some water. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> and we'll be right, right back at you. The T3 Mountain Bike Program is your place for SoCal gravity racing. T3 is sponsored by Shimano, ODI, Laser, Kenda, Cushcore, Fast House, Transition, Muckoff, Magic SC, GoPro, Museum, and RhinoCon. You can get all these products and more at Roy Cyclery, located in Upland, California. Welcome back. Uh, so we had our commercial break there. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Um, again, the T3 team and all of the great sponsors that come along with that. Um, do a shout out real quick to Shimano. They've stepped it up so big. We're so appreciative of all the help they get running their pro components now. Um, saddles, and, yep. stems, handlebars. Uh, have a dropper post. Dropper the post. Tharsis <laughs> dropper post has been amazing. So, yeah, thanks, thanks to Shimano. Um, laser, that's laser helmet. The laser helmet. Yeah. really, really breathe, breathable and like you've been on it for a while and yeah. loving them. So yeah, yeah, we're good. And also, Kenda Tires, as always, um, use the code Huck and Ride Thirty on their website and get your thirty percent discount on any Kenda tires they have in stock. So thanks to them, and we're back with Mike Browns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, you, you, like we were just saying, you think you don't have anything to talk about. You're like, I'm just a normal guy. I'm like, that's why we do this. It's, yeah, it's, we're just normal guys that, yeah. That we love. just have fun. We have passion <laughs> of bikes in, 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 involved, right? And from there, you make villages. And we're going to, I told you guys, this is the, the real part. We all, we all ride bikes, whether it be moto. I mean, we all do things, right? Moto, ride bikes, skis, snow, whatever, right? And then... You always take a chance, and I made the comment about the phone call you made me from Sky Park, or that next day when I talked to you, you're like, I was loving it, I was smiling, and you're like, but I have to go to work, I can't I can't afford to get hurt. The, the risk is always there. Yeah, yep. it definitely, and and unfortunately, it, it happened to you, and yeah. I remember. This is the helmet, um, probably saved your life. Yep, right? I would say it did, yeah. Yeah, so you can't see it real well on here, but it's. And you said it, so this happened almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. August of 2020. 
August of 2020, he had a, a crash. Um, and you can't see it, but the, the helmet was way more deformed. And over the last couple of years, it's kind of gone back mm -hmm. to a lot. Yeah, regained its shape. Kind of regained its shape, but yeah. it's all busted up inside. It did its job. Definitely. You said it was right. pushed sideways, like so mm -hmm. literally so, egg formed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the news that none of us ever want to hear or talk about or think about, right? Yep. Here it is. It happened to you. It did. And uh, why don't you kind of tell us what what happened and i know in, in your words you've you've re recounted to us before when you said it's nothing spectacular yeah but what yep. what 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 do you remember and what what uh just what took place so it's just a another saturday ride weekend ride nice hot summer day so i started early i had been riding for about an hour and a half i think um on my cross-country bike tooling around up Marshall and um, made my way into Claremont there. And I stopped and ate, uh, had some water. Um, I think it was, you know, I started at 6, I think. So it was, it was about 7.30, quarter 8. And um, put my backpack back on, got back on my bike, clipped in, and is is – I, I never lost consciousness. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened. I kept I keep saying that uh, I had just started going down, uh, you know, the power line. Mm -hmm. uh, fire roads pretty steep, actually, and kind of off camber towards the inside of the mountain. Um, you know, kind of loose, and so I think I I started going down. And um, I took a little bunny hop, and as soon as I did that, I kind of thought, oh, man, this, this isn't good. And I kind of landed on the front wheel, and I think it kind of slid out somehow. I just flew over the handlebars, basically lawn darted, uh, hit. And if you, it, I don't know if you remember, there's a, on the side, it's pretty tall. It's like a 12-foot high mm -hmm. embankment. It's all yeah. super hard yeah. where they've cut the road out there. So I kind of landed where the on the road and where that side of the mountain meet and hit my head and uh, you know flipped over, landed on my butt, my legs straight in front of me, and I was hunched over. Uh, still had some music going in my ear. Uh so I was just sitting there and thinking uh, to myself, well, I've done it now. You know, I've really done it now. And tried to sit up, tried to move, couldn't do anything. And so I was just sitting there. And it's kind of, uh, there's people there. You know, there's hikers. There's a, another hiking trail that comes up, a little single track that comes up to the road right there. So I was there for... I think it was only five or ten minutes, and I was every once in a while I'd say, "Hey, is anybody there?" You know, no one there. And finally, a guy comes up, and says, "Hey, are you? You know, what's the matter? Are you hurt?" And I said, "Yeah, I think I, I really did something bad. I can't move." And he's like, "Oh no!" So I had him call the paramedics, and he's trying to call at or as he's calling, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm on the trail." And I said, "Tell him we're in Claremont. Tell him we're above Girl Scout. You know, we're in Powerline." And he's trying to tell them where he's, he's at. And I go, well, turn around. The fire station's right down the road there, you know. And I was kind of laughing to myself. I'm 
I'm two minutes from the fire station and it's going to take them an hour to get there. <laughs> and, uh, and it did, it took them about an hour to get there. But meantime, you know, more people started coming and all of a sudden I had a group yeah. of people around me and this girl came and took the, my headphones out of my ear and I told her where my phone was and, uh, told her to, you know, find Martha on there. And so she called Martha and put the phone up to my ear and, uh, Martha was just waking up, and I was like, hey, hon, I go, it's me, and uh, I go, this is the phone call you didn't want to get, and she's like, what do you do, and I said, I, I've done it, I've really hurt myself bad, I go, this is a bad one, I go, you, you need to come quick, mm-hmm. and uh, the girl was like, the girl that was there was like, yeah, well, Martha, she picked, she took the phone, and it's like, yeah, I think you broke his collarbone or something, you know, she didn't know, and so... Of course, Martha got dressed and uh, drove over there. She drove up Mills and drove to the uh, the wash there. And the fireman greeted her there. And she was like, hey, you know, it's my husband up there. And they said, well, wait here because it's kind of hard to get up there. You know, you really can't get there. So meanwhile, the, the paramedics finally get there. Like I said, it took them a while. And um, the guy's like, uh, how you doing? And I was like, well, you know, I've had a better days. And uh, he's like, well, it's, it's going to hurt. What we're going to have to do is it's not going to feel good. And I was like, all right. And um, after he tells me that, he, the other paramedics are coming over and they start, you know, hey, what hurts? This hurts. Does that hurt? And then at that time, I couldn't feel anything. And uh, the other guy gets on the, his radio right away, called for the helicopter. And so he comes back and... Uh, he has the flat board, the hard board with him, and he's like, okay, we're going to put a collar on you. They put the collar on me, uh, took my helmet off, and then he's like, okay, this is not going to feel good. So he, they picked me up, straightened me out, and put me on that board. And all I remember thinking is, gosh, she was right. That board really hurt. It did not feel good. That I felt. And so about that time, he gets back on the on his uh, radio, and I could hear the helicopter coming. And I'm laying there looking up at him, and they're asking me questions and stuff, and hooking me up to the machines. And they're asking me, you know, you can breathe. And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. And uh, he's directing the helicopter landed. There's a flat spot right up there. He landed right on that, and they loaded me in that thing and took me to um, Pomona Valley Hospital. Did you get to see Martha up there? No, I didn't get to see her. Okay. Um, so they um, they took my bike and uh, took it back down there, told her where I was going, and because um, actually there was some police there, and then the fire the other firemen were there. There only were paramedics with me. Um, so they flew me there. I got out of the. They loaded me onto the gurney there, and I remember thinking, "Gosh, it's so hot, you know." There's someone just beating down on me, and of course, just looking straight up, and it's just like in the movies, you know, where you're looking up and he's like, "You're the it's the point of view from the patient." Yeah. And you just see the ceiling and the lights, you know, and I see that going down the hallway, and then they put me in the emergency room, and that's it. I don't remember anything. Uh, I don't remember them. I don't remember being in the emergency room, uh, them talking to me. Uh, Martha was able to go up there and talk to me. Of course, it was COVID, uh, so getting her in there was a little bit of a 
a little bit of doing. Um, but I don't remember anything. I don't remember the surgery. I don't remember being in intensive care. Uh, when I was in intensive care, my lung collapsed. So they had to put a, you know, they had to put the tube in me. Um, and then I flatlined, so they had to do CPR and shock me. Um, didn't, didn't remember any of that. Um, so back up to that right there, <clears throat> Mike, so let me, I get a call and mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. Like purples, no, like, you know, and nobody really had answers of anything. Right. And I'm like, and then I had let Jay know, I'm like, I just found this out. See if you know anything, you know, cause you know, you, no one even really knew what happened. Like who found you? Like, were you unconscious? Like nobody, nobody knew anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I, um, I think it was like three days later, I had talked to Martha finally. And, um, and your wife is a warrior. Oh, let me tell you, she was not going to allow you to give up at any point in our <laughs> time because she was going to let you know she's going to kick your ass when you get out. <laughs> she, you needed to be out for her to kick yeah, your ass. Yeah, yeah, okay? oh yeah. So just yep. letting you know. Oh, yeah. And her whole life got turned upside down and all this as well, right? Oh, unfortunately. <clears throat> the lung part. When I was talking to her, she's like, Lala, because you're being transported to Casa Colina or something at that point. Mm -hmm. when they, you're, she's, she had said, that's not Mike on the phone because she had been talking to you and you were all there, everything. And she's like, something's off. And because of COVID, like you mentioned, she's like, I couldn't get anybody. So then, Dem was it Mark Damaski called mm -hmm. somebody who knew? Anyways, these friends and villages, right? Mm -hmm. She had told me somebody, Mark had got a hold of somebody to check on you. That's how they found out. I don't know if it was before or during the transport, after the surgery and all, your lung had collapsed. But nobody mm -hmm. had known that. Mm -hmm. And so she was explaining that to me. She's like, and who knows what would have happened if had she not made those calls? Because mm -hmm. then the flatlining and all that. And that, that when I heard that, like, because I had been talking to Martha. And, of course, as soon as I heard, I'm like, it's not you. I'm... You know, when you mm. looked at your phone, how many blow up calls you had from me yeah. because yeah. I was, I was blowing you up cause I'm leaving you messages. I'm, and I knew at some point you're, cause when I knew you pulled out of everything, you had to listen to probably 30 messages just from me, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just me sending you love from us. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause it's like you said, it's that call Martha didn't want, we didn't want as a mm. friend. And, and so I remember the day that I finally, it was about a week after your lung had collapsed and you flatlined and Martha had been filling me in. And so I was keeping everyone else in the loop and, you know, it was you. And then I had a chain of people we were, you mm -hmm. know, and hearing from the horse's mouth instead of all third party too. Yeah. You know, cause like, I didn't even know until I talked to you, like you were still hunched over, like you couldn't move. And, you know, like I didn't know what had happened until I had talked to you, but laying in the hospital that day, I got to hear your voice. Oh my gosh. Like I hung, I hung the phone and I probably cried for a half hour. I couldn't, oh. I couldn't even call Jay and that, because it was the first time. And that was how many, how, how far after Mike still, it's still Mike. It's not because, yeah. and thank God the brain, like we didn't know, like you got vegetable state, you got like, what's the next thing, you know? And, yeah. or what could you been in? So I called Jay and I was like, let Joe and your, cause his mom and dad were worried as all can be too, you know? And, and I'm like, I talked to Mike. Like yeah. I, it was Yay. him. I know you yeah. weren't holding the phone. She was holding it, you know, and then like the FaceTime and like, oh my gosh, like I know yeah. for me, 
like it puts a it put a lot of things in perspective. Oh because yeah, it's a yeah. Those are all wake up calls, you know, about the reality of yeah. life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But what? So what was the injury that besides the, the collapsed lung and stuff? What was the? Uh, so my injury was uh, I broke my C four. Okay. So which is basically about the middle of your back. Yeah. I mean your neck. Um. And usually uh, with an injury at that level, um, usually that affects your breathing, um, affects everything. Like I should be, I should, I should just be. Um, just lay, laying there. Yeah, paraplegic. Yeah. Just in a wheelchair. Nothing, you know, maybe my chest and up maybe. Um, so. From that, from that respect, you know, I'm lucky. I'm super lucky. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky. Uh, so I'm an incomplete, meaning it didn't completely sever my spinal cord. It just, you know, um, kinked it, let's say. Mm. So, um, so knowing, uh, so, so I didn't know all that yet. So being in the hospital and stuff and having this happen to me, I was, of course, I'm just like, you know, thinking over and over what I could have done different mm-hmm. or what I should have done um, and why, you know, what the heck, you know, why me? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you just, you just, you know, you run the gamut of emotions and um the first time talking to somebody, you know, and and uh, uh, not being able to see Martha um, it, because it was COVID, I couldn't see her. Yeah, um, we could only FaceTime. Um, was unbelievably it, just emotionally. It, it was horrible. Yeah, depressing. Was, like you couldn't. It couldn't. Uh, it couldn't have been any worse. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, cause we didn't see each other for two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. It was, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, thank God for FaceTime. Yeah. Um, but for me, FaceTime was, you know, my lifeline and it was the only way I survived, uh, being in the hospital for two and a half months and then being in, uh, live in care for another two and a half months was just um it was it was my lifeline home and i trapped her Mm -hmm. you know because the minute um the minute i had free time and she wasn't working i was on that facetime with her uh just you know even if we were just sitting there watching tv Mm -hmm. you know she Mm -hmm. would be on the couch watching tv but have facetime on and we could just talk and look at each other so. and she loved that like i mean she wanted to be there i know she tried so hard i know yeah. but that was that was her lifeline too you're her partner so not only did you need that because we talk about mental right like mm-hmm. your mental game like you i mean you have to lay there like okay if this is how i'm gonna be like take me like i'm done like don't do this but here yeah. you have this person that she became your strength as well like i need to get out to be with her like you know and you you think trapped I think, I, I, I know you're using that because you feel bad because that's what you did, but in her eyes, because I was talking to her on this side of the world, you know, mm. um, and 
it it wasn't that she she wanted to be there with you and she 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 was angry because like COVID and she couldn't be there and like especially because she knows you needed her there mm-hmm. and everybody wants to be needed but the love there like seriously Mike I I mean because you know how many phone calls I have. yeah <laughs> you know? well there, there's so much that that went on I mean with your you know like you said two and a half months in one place two and a half months in another place not being able to see people not you know, to talk to people, you know, just not having <laughs> your, you know that your village is there, but <laughs> they're out there. They're not there with well, you. Well, not knowing yeah. what the future holds for you either. Like, yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, all of that. And that, that's all just running through your head, like never stops. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I was so, I mean, now I'm, I mean, I'm moving a thousand percent better. Mm-hmm. I was literally you know, I was happy to move my foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hands were so swollen. My arms, I was so swollen. They just like fat sausages. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't operate the remote. I couldn't operate. I couldn't use my iPad. I couldn't use my phone. You know, I had to have the nurses uh, scratch my head, you know, pick my nose, whatever. I couldn't reach any, you can't do, you're, you're absolutely yeah. dependent on everybody yeah. for your every whim to scratch my eye. Yeah. You know, you wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't pull a chain or anything. So they had this little tube that came up and was right by my mouth. And if I wanted something, I had to lean up and blow on that, on that straw. And that would alert them at the nursing yeah. station. Oh, what do you need? Can you scratch my head? It's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Your head scratched. You yeah. need your head scratched. You got an itch. You yeah. just, it's, it's. So coming from being independent to not, and now you're dependent. Well, on you people. don't, and you don't, you know, I mean, you don't realize just day to day what you do. Right. You know, by yourself. The we things take everything you, for granted. You take, yeah. you just take everything for granted. You, you just, you do it. You just do right. it. And you know. Being the man of the family, you, there's a bunch of things you take care of that, you know, you don't want your wife to have to do. Same for her to me. So you you go from all that to, you know, having to uh, be a 175-pound baby, mm-hmm. really two-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah. Good way of putting it. Yeah. That's, and, and, but on a side note, one, God knows you still have a duty here to, to do something about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're something. here. The, or he just really wasn't ready for you to go ride bikes yeah, in heaven he yet. He pissed off at me for something. <laughs> I don't know. What. No, uh, he, he, he left you here for a reason, mm. you know. So there is that. Call it selfish or whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Martha's glad you're here every day. Right. I know Jay, your nephew, is totally right. excited that yeah. you're here every day. Yeah. <laughs> we, get yeah. it comes, we wouldn't be doing this. Come right. on. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so there are, there are some benefits. But you also, in three years, you mentioned this August is going to be three years. Well, you, you, know, what, you didn't know what you're going to come out being like. And when, we, when I seen you before and then now seeing you now again, like, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't, you know, not standing, not walking, not. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the first time that I came to, to visit him, I mean, I think he was in that part where it's like, you're just kind of there. Mm-hmm. You couldn't move your legs. You couldn't mm-hmm. move. Now you can actually get up. You can walk. Mm-hmm. You have a walker. Yeah. Um, you don't have the, the use of your hands, like you yeah. said, and not sure that will ever come back. And you were talking about it really matter of factly earlier. 
because, and I think that's one of the things that an injury like this, you, you, you have optimism, but Reality. there's, there's matter of fact things too. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. You have to be, um, realistic too. I mean, you want to stay positive, which is just a whole nother game, but, yeah. um, you have to be realistic and, um, you know, like this could be as good as I get. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. They, the, the, you know, I don't see pro, pro, uh, I don't see, um, progress like, um, like my therapists do. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as they keep telling me that I'm getting better, you know, and I'm not wasting anybody's time, then I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, uh, you can't just, you gotta push. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. You know, I'm still, I mean, I'm 58 years old. It's not like, you know, I'm done. <laughs> right, right. So I still want to ride. I mean, yeah. every second well, of I the got, day. So, so speaking of that, so I got a video. When when did you do this video that uh, where you're riding the Peloton? Oh, I did that. Um, a year and a half ago, right? Pro- I, yeah, I don't, I mean, we could look at it. I don't yeah, remember. So it, it, was probably about it, was a, it was a while ago. I was actually... I was telling you earlier, I was actually much more, I was much looser, and um, uh, I actually had felt better. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't as tight in my core and everything, and I could actually move on that thing much better. And I could actually sit on that for, you know, 40 minutes and pedal five miles. Mm-hmm. And now I can barely get on it for a mile and a half. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just different it's nerve just, endings and, and like you said, neuropathy settling in in the body. Yeah, you just, um, I, you know, you don't know what your body's going to do. Right. And you hope that, um, I mean, of, of course, you hope that you get feeling back and you hope that the, the brain starts connecting the, the nerves and things start working again. But um, then again, you know, if, if it doesn't, then, you know. You adapt and you do whatever you can do. But yeah. Till then, you just just keep on going. Yeah. So, I know yeah. I said this earlier, but the the helmet saved your brain. I said at least you're you know you're all there mentally, and of course, both Jays in the house right now said that's questionable. questionable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, my memory wasn't. It's not like I had a steel trap uh, for a memory before. Uh, but uh, I think honestly, I do think I had some. Of course, I had a head injury. Um, but yeah, my memory is... Hey, but you can use that on selective hearing now, or selective uh, listening or It doesn't too. have to be. It's, it's down. I apologize all the time. I'm forgetting all kinds of things. So. Uh, well, uh, I, I mean, don't know what my excuse is. Did I go through it too? And I don't, I know, I don't I have know. a helmet like yeah. that. Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> so... No, but but I think it's phenomenal. I know, like you said, and we're going to, he had mentioned about his therapist. So you go to a place that as long as they're seeing progress, you get to keep going Mm -hmm. because it's donated and funded Mm -hmm. solely by donations. Mm -hmm. So um, if not, I mean, affording it is astronomical. There's no way, right? Like it's, I mean. It's a lot. We, um, of course, we've dipped into the savings a bit. Uh, So when I started there, uh, they had a five thousand uh, dollar scholarship that was that was there for me to use. So uh, I went through that, and um, of course I I got 
donations from friends and you know keep from a few people that donate pretty regularly and and you know I'm very thankful for that and um we've had to spend some money um and luckily you know we've had the savings and we're fortunate enough enough to to um be able to pay for it um and then and right now um Jason's boss uh he uh electrical contractor he's paid uh for the last uh previous three months and then he's gonna pay for the next three months oh wow yeah so um he's just um that that guy he's another one of those people he's very special uh he allows jason to work from home a lot to take care of me um he if i have doctor's appointments and no one else can take me you know he allows jason to take time off to to help me a lot and this yeah. is another this yeah, is, so this is another nephew. jason yeah so yeah, jason's his, jason. his nephew that that happens to to live here at, mm-hmm. at your house yeah, with you with and us. so he's able to like you said help with all of this stuff and man yeah without him too it's just uh yeah there's ramps in the house you have friends he built like, all the yeah. jason built all the ramps he he does uh a ton of stuff for us he makes helps make my wife's life a lot easier um, I, I just know. seen him feeding you some figs, which yeah. is still nasty. I know, let me tell you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you grow old, and uh, I guess all that stuff starts tasting good. You're only 58. You're not old, know, so you better lose that. <laughs> I know, but I'm feeling older, believe me. <laughs> but um, on that, um, and we're going to put up some stuff because he does also have a GoFundMe mm-hmm. um, that Jay Castleberry set up to mm-hmm. – um, and this is, I mean, guys, if you guys can pass this and share it as, as you're listening to it, because this is somebody that's in, an, in it may be close to our hearts, but it's in what we do. It's the two wheels, anything love, two wheels. If, if he can do anything out there again, and if we have to strap his hands and he can pedal, pedal a bike and go, believe me, he would do it because that's, that's what fueled him. So finding other fuels and, and something else. I didn't know soccer until today. Yeah, he was played. a soccer player in high school and just after, and, and he said <laughs> – Till, till the young kids are uh, running circles around you, or <laughs> sometimes you got to know when to say when. That's it. You know? Well, Jay does that on bikes now. He's like, I like, I always say this. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go ride with the kids. He's like, well, I started with them. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, uh, and downhill, right? It's like, well, I can roll out at the same time, but I just watch them go away. Uh, I, told him, I, said, I don't believe that, but um, he's still pretty quick. I but I'm sure. But the funny part is, I'm like, well, we can just have all. We can do like. 40 and up on the team and you know that right. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just change our graphics yeah yeah i don't know how it's going to be for world cups but we're good <laughs> yeah. you know um uh, but we are going to put that up there and, and yeah. any help if you guys can pass it any dollar helps so definitely this is this is the um this we feel passionate totally. love for this so this is something if you love and do what we may not have money for our team but i rather anything go to mike brown's who <laughs> We'll give his shirt off his back. Like I said, I've called him plenty of times, and 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 he's given me his shirt. <laughs> I think a jacket a couple times, but we're good, you know. Yeah. But I think seeing you today, like just a minute ago in in the break, and you know, it's all the stories and rumors you hear, and then you know, until you talk to you, until I knew the first time I talked to you, and then to see you the the first time, and then like today, standing up, like okay, I got to stretch. I'm like, whoa, wow. Like, for, like you said, and they see progress in you all the time, which yeah. is, which is great because look what, you may not feel that, but yeah, it's, 
you're a huge, I mean, your improvement is there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I love it. I mean, you may not love the situation you're in and all that, no, but, we, yeah. but where you're at right now, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, that helps. I mean, it helps for people to say that. Um, my good friend Mark that was helping for a while, I remember uh, back a few months, he hadn't seen me for a few weeks because he was up see- seeing his uh, grandkids and his kids and stuff. And he came back and he was gone for, he was only gone for maybe three or four weeks. And he comes walking through the door and I say hi and I stand up to hug him. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, you were just, you were barely even standing when I left and you're doing this in your arms. And so it's, it's good to hear because, you know, like I said, I don't, it's hard to see when you're, you're in the position. So. Mm-hmm. Well, just like um, you put that video up we talked about, which we're going to throw up your, mm-hmm. the song you put on is I can ride my bike with no handlebars, yeah, yeah. right? And so, but even that, that, like, you didn't even think you were going to get on that. Like, mm-hmm. so was, there's always strides, right? And there's always pushing. And I said this from the beginning, just like that race, when you said somebody didn't let you quit, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. Jay yeah, didn't I let know. you quit. Yeah. I know. You're not gotta, quitting. Gotta You're, going, you got to keep we're going. Still, we're going to call that the Castleberry. We're still pulling right. a Castleberry, the castleberry. on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. You. <laughs> yeah, no. Mike, there's... what are you doing? Come on. Get back on your bike. <laughs> you got this. I, I, still, oh, I still believe. I, yeah, there's yeah. there's so, going to be something out there. There's so many things that, I mean, I, and I don't I don't share it to, to bum you out because it's always an inspiration to me, but there's so many different times on my bike where I'm just like, Mike would be pushing me so hard right now. And one of them's <laughs> climbing GMR on the road bike because yeah. I remember years ago you told me my goal is to never drop below eight miles an hour climbing mm-hmm. up GMR. So I'm always looking. I'm going, okay, I need to go at least eight. <laughs> I need to keep it above eight because I used to not be able to. Now I can. So that's, awesome. so that's one of the things. Yeah. And, you know, riding uh, Monroe Truck Trail. I always remember looking up ahead. How far ahead is he? Oh, he's not that far. I can keep up. I can keep going. I can keep Gosh, going. You know, so. The last time I rode that with you and Joe, I think I was on my single speed. Yeah. I yeah. just started riding it again. Yeah, that yeah. killed me to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Man. So, so your your inspiration is still, still out there on the two wheels. Well, so. that's good. Yeah, we'll keep it trucking. Hope everybody, you know, I hope everybody that rides just doesn't take it for granted and uh, you know, every time you're on that bike, you know, just, just love it. Just enjoy it. You know, I see. So when I see the things, you know, for the team and I see you riding and the pictures they get of you, you know, you're like, going down the hill, how focused you are. And I just think, man, I, I can't wait. Just yeah. every minute of the day, I watch mountain bike videos all the time and just, yeah. I can't wait. You were sharing Someday. that you, you watch, you watch one of the, the friends of the Huck and Ride podcast. You watch Heather uh, Munibe. Yeah. You watch yeah. her uh, stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And, yeah How so. she goes back and forth with the East Coast to the West Coast yeah. on her inner van. And she just amazes me. She just, she'll try anything. Yeah. She's good at it. Yeah. And she, I just think, man, I would have had to look at that far. Good. I made him, a, may have come back the next day to look at that. Yeah. She just, <laughs> Does she it, goes man. for it. Yeah, yeah that's just awesome. So cool. That's cool. Yeah, so cool. Well, so. Thank you for taking taking time to, to share with us. Anything yeah. out there you want to yeah. tell anybody besides well, that? Yeah. Just no, just what I said. Just you know, don't don't take it for granted, man. If you're whatever your passion is, you know, I used to hike and um, I miss that a lot. And um, you know, I took it for granted. You just all your independence, you know, when you're working and 
you're like, man, this work day sucks. Just be happy that you're there and you're able to do it. And, you know, yeah. just, just. I think there's going to be a, a T3 uh, team trip that you're going to be able to do pretty soon. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be, be awesome. Martha, we're taking them to uh, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has to come, though. Oh, she can come. She, we're good. she has to come because she's very integral part of my I of my it. living these days. Yeah. So, no, but we'll put yeah. her in the gondola and go view the mountain too. <laughs> oh, we can still man, get you out there. Come awesome. on. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're still great. this. Yeah, right? Yeah. I love that you're still passionate about it and and as easy as it was to to say forget it, throw your hands up and be done. You did it. So you fought. You're a fighter. You're a fighter and still I yeah. love that you're here and I could you know <laughs> that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. thanks for taking it because I know you were laying in the hospital <laughs> and and but you don't know what that did for me and everybody you're the village that you know that we know out mm-hmm. here, you know. So thank you so much and yeah. I love being your friend and in and, yeah. and your life for sure. So yeah. I know same oh, way. absolutely. Same way. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's you know, there's there's a reason we don't know all the reasons for, for all this stuff, but there's a reason that we're friends. Yeah, and, that's and true. So that's very true. Hey, yeah. the next thing is we're just going to make them a trailer behind your bike and they just, hey, we'll strap you in. <laughs> Don't tell Martha we're going on. I just saw the video. I just saw the video of the, the guy on Instagram. They show the baby in the trailer. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, they yeah, do the yeah. close up. Yeah. And then, it, they, you know, they put a doll in there or whatever the yeah, guy's yeah. doing, like corkscrews. Yeah, <laughs> that's trailer. so funny. Show Martha that. Tell yeah. her that's how we're going to do it. That's how it's going to go. Like you said, what's going to happen? You're going to break your back? Yeah, right? Bro, you've done that. Uh, Dylan, oh, not Dylan, um, from Rhino Power. He takes his dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. His dad takes him out on a bike. He trails him behind his bike, all, on his bike all the time. Oh, so we can recumbent, recumbent tandem. tandem. Oh. Yeah, his dad's elderly and almost blind now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so wow. he takes his dad on a, yeah, Yikes. pretty cool. And his dad got to meet up with his friends here recently on a bike ride and was so excited. So wow. that's what we're going to do with you. So baby trailer made bigger. We got this. <laughs> well, no, but uh, I do have a three-wheeler. I have a three-wheel bike. But that's not going to pull behind Jay down Marshall. No, yeah, but I'm, I'm, if I – see, I need Bruce to – Bruce is uh, a welder. Bruce oh. is going to fix my handlebars for me so I can fix it. So we can fix it, and I'll be able to go downhill. <laughs> my dad thing. owns a lawnmower shop. We can fix it. Ah, there you go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> what do we say about not quitting? Look, yeah, that's bad. That, you know, now we get the wheels turning. You know there. it's all drawn up already. I got oh, yeah. this. Here you go. yeah, get a napkin and a pencil. I got yeah. this. <laughs> Mike's like, I couldn't hold the pencil well, but you know what? Just put yeah, wheels just on do it. it. Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> it needs to have three wheels, though. We're oh, good. Man. Well, that's thank awesome. you so much. Total yeah, love. Thank you. Awesome. You, you're, yep. you got a village and, and family and definitely friends friends that love you. So. Yeah, I yeah. know. It. We'll put the GoFundMe up and all that. and. And help out as much as you guys can, even, yes, if, even cool, if it's ten dollars a week or ten dollars a month. It all adds up. So yep. keep Thank this you. guy to get back on a bike. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So no matter where life's road leads you to, no matter what you do in life, keep, keep the, the rubber, rubber side down. down. And he's got rubber on these wheels and two wheels, so we're <laughs> That's good. Right. They're down. Bye. You've been listening to the Hunk and Ride Podcast presented by Kenda Tyler.